Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Hope you're having a fantastic day out there today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and this is the fastest 60 minutes in radio. And every day we try to slow it down just a little bit and really divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, help you connect the dots, and make the news make sense in your world as we all try to continue to, to move forward in a positive way. Today is April the 15th, and uh, most people have a, a very negative reaction to April the 15th. Of course, traditionally, that is tax day, although this year there is a little bit of a reprieve, uh, extending that all the way to July. So for the procrastinators, you've just earned all the way to July 15th to worry about it, stress about it, think about it over and over and over and over again and keep saying, I really should, I really should, I really should. And then on July the 14th, you'll probably get your taxes in. Yeah, but we're going to deal with uh, some of the other challenges of April the 15th. Uh, April the 15th is also the day the Titanic sank, also the day that uh, Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. But there's a couple of good things that happened uh, on and around April 15th, and we're going to talk about those in our final segment today. Uh, two really significant things that really point out how the the darkest days uh, often lead to finest hours if you're ready for it. And uh, you don't want to miss that. Stay with us. That'll be at 1150 uh, coming up here today. We'll also deal with your tax issues today in uh, 1120. Uh, Jim Yostrom is going to join us in uh Talk about a lot of the questions that are out there in terms of tax day. What does it really mean today? Do you have to get things in? Do you get your refund on time? And uh, so we're looking forward to have Jim coming up here at 1120. Uh, we're going to take a, a minute right now, and uh, it's it's been amazing. The uh, Democratic uh, nomination process uh, for their candidate for the presidency has sort of been in suspended animation for the last little bit. Uh, but this week, you could, you could call this uh, Democratic Unity Week. Uh, for the Democratic Party. This is the coming together, coalescing around Joe Biden uh, as the presumptive nominee and a string of endorsements for the former vice president. And so we want to break those down a little bit, look at what that means. Uh, and let's start with the former president of the United States. Barack Obama uh, added his name to the uh, all the other names that have endorsed uh, Joe Biden for president. Uh, he rolled that out uh, during the day yesterday, and he said it this way. Joe helped me manage H1N1 and prevent the Ebola epidemic from becoming the type of pandemic we're seeing now. He helped me restore America's standing and leadership in the world 
on the other threats of our time, like nuclear proliferation and climate change. Joe has the character and the experience to guide us through one of our darkest times and heal us through a long recovery. Yeah, that's the uh, former president, Barack Obama, endorsing his former vice president, Joe Biden, uh, as they uh, try to rally and uh, circle the wagons just a little bit in terms of the Democratic Party. So uh, that was a significant thing. Obviously, uh, many people wondered when the former president would chime in. Uh, many thought he would do it a little earlier in the game. Some were a little frustrated that he hadn't weighed in earlier in the game. Uh, and then, of course, there are those who are criticizing that he is in the game. Uh, and, and really interesting, they did point to uh, President George W. Bush, uh, who didn't really weigh in uh, on a sitting president. Uh, Bill Clinton did the same, uh, did not weigh in on uh, those that followed. So anyway, really interesting things to to watch there. Uh, not a lot of specifics out of uh, the president, though, a little bit around the Ebola and SARS and some of those things that uh, that were on there. Uh, two other important endorsements came in, uh, one just this morning. Uh, and I'm going to classify this one in the category of how not to give an endorsement. This is from Elizabeth Warren endorsing Joe Biden. We can't afford to let Donald Trump continue to endanger the lives and livelihoods of every American. And that's why I'm proud to endorse Joe Biden as president of the United States. All right. Sorry, Senator Warren. That just doesn't fly. <laughs> you, you cannot just rail uh, against President Trump and then say, that is why I am endorsing Joe Biden. Uh, we know you're against the president. We know how what you feel about uh, the current administration. Uh, but that's not how you make an endorsement of Joe Biden is to say, because Donald Trump is terrible, awful, horrible, no good, and we can't have him any longer that is why I'm endorsing Joe Biden. Uh, that doesn't that doesn't fly at all. In fact, one of my uh, my favorite quotes, uh, and I think uh, Senator Warren should spend some time uh, thinking through this. Uh, Adlai Stevenson said it this way. He said, "Let's talk sense to the American people. Let's tell them the truth. That's important. There are no gains without pains. Uh, that we are now on the eve of great decisions, not easy decisions. And then here's here's the part that she really needs to study. What counts now." is not just what we are against, but what we are for. So you do not make an endorsement by rattling off what you are against. You make an endorsement by rattling off what you are for. Uh, Adlai Stevenson went on to say, who leads us is less important than what leads us. What conviction, what courage, what faith. Uh, and I think that's how you're supposed to deliver a an endorsement is to talk about the principles, to talk about the character traits, the things that you admire or support or what you are for. What's your vision moving forward? Not what you're we know what you're against. The voters know what you're against. Tell me what you're for. So I think that was a bit of a miss uh, by Elizabeth Warren. Now, she did uh, she did rally a little bit in this in a very long. All of these endorsements were super long. Uh, President Obama's endorsement was almost 12 minutes long. Um which proves my theory that uh, most politicians can't uh, clear their throat and deliver their name in uh, less than 10 minutes. Uh, and he proved that to be true. Elizabeth Warren went on for quite a while as well, but she did, uh, she did say uh, some positive things towards the end uh, about the former vice president. Joe Biden has spent nearly his entire life in public service. He knows that a government run with integrity, competence, and heart will save lives and save livelihoods. 
All right, again, that's uh, Elizabeth Warren giving her endorsement. She was last in, uh, last in on the uh, Joe Biden bandwagon. And so she did that this morning. And then in case you missed it uh, yesterday, Bernie Sanders uh, announced uh, his endorsement of the former vice president yesterday. And he said this. I am asking all Americans, I'm asking every Democrat, I'm asking every independent, I'm asking a lot of Republicans to come together in this campaign to support your candidacy, which I endorse. Bernie, I want to thank you uh, um, uh, for that. It's a a big deal. And there you go. (laughs) So many things that we could say uh, about that. That was a joint live stream uh, with Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. And uh, uh, I guess we could talk about a number of things in terms of uh, older people on the Internet. Uh, but we'll we'll pass on that. We'll play nice today. Uh, so anyway, so everybody is in, uh, and I don't, I can't remember uh, really a, a time in recent memory when you've had a party so galvanized around a nominee uh, so early, and so the Democrats have done that to their credit. Now it's going to be interesting to see how they string that all together. Can you really get the Bernie Sanders and the Elizabeth Warren crowd? Can you get those supporters? To really be all in, energized, and moving, uh, that will be a big test. Uh, it's also going to be a big test just because this is a different dynamic in terms of how this campaign is being waged and how it will be waged in the fall uh, based on what's happening with the coronavirus, the economy, and a host of other things. So a lot of uncertainty still uh, in the air, but the uh, lines have been drawn. The wagons have been circled. The Democratic Party is united at this moment. And it will be very fascinating. I think the next uh, shoe to drop as far as the uh, nomination process goes will be who will the vice president uh, nominee be for the Democrats? Who will Joe Biden choose? A lot of rumblings that uh, Kamala Harris is out in front uh, in the uh, VP sweepstakes there. So we'll continue to monitor that here as we move along uh, also. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for our commercial break. Uh, Reminder, it is tax day today. We'll have CPA Jim Yostrom joining us to discuss what you need to know about this very unique tax day here in 2020. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.